Hello, guys. Welcome to my podcast. And I just want to say that I'm watching the UFC ESPN fight night. Holy fuck. I'd, spoiler alert. I just saw the most vicious knockout to my favorite fighter. One of my favorite fighters out there. Holy fuck. A flying knee to the face. Whew. Um, dude, it is no way. Like, whew. vicious, vicious, vicious. Like, it, like that knee connected right on the chin. And they, they just keep showing on slow motion. They connected right on the chin. And he just, he was, st- uh, Frank, Frankie Edgar was standing, ready to, like, throw the, a right hook. And, and I forget the guy's name. And this guy just decided to go with a fly knee in between the punch and knocked him out midair. So, holy fuck. But that's fighting for you. Even Mega Olivi is like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, Megan Anderson is, give me that man a title shot. Get that man a title shot. Corey Santa Hack is the real deal. Corey, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Uh, UFC Vegas, hashtag UFC Vegas 18. Sipping on my whiskey while watching Fight Night. I haven't done this in a while, guys. Um, I just want to say that I love UFC fights. Uh, UFC fights. Um, I want to get into Bellator for sure and one championship. But for right now, I'm just uh, trying to support as much as possible my UFC Colombian fighters in there. Uh, and so right now, there's no Colombian fighters on this card that I know of. All right, so Corey Sandhagen Sandhagen, uh, is the most win since 2008 with six wins, running right behind uh, Pet uh, John. And Marlo Vera and Corey are matching with six. Marlo Vera is a USC fighter from Ecuador. He's pretty good. His last fight, well, his second last fight was with uh, with one of my f- favorite fighters, uh, Sean o- O'Malley. And Marlo won uh, due to him. Get, so he technically finished him, but Sean O'Malley got injured in the middle of the fight, so still counts as a window. Oh. I just watched the replay again. Oh my gosh, slow motion. The knee really hit. Oh yeah, it shook the head from. Uh, he was looking right straight to him and it moved to like the side to the shoulder and bounced back. And he was out. Like you can see his uh, toes curled up and everything. Whew. Some vicious fight. And now the next one is. Uh, Alistan Overeem versus oh my gosh, uh, versus Overeem versus uh, World Cup. Man, I'm not gonna lie, if I do fight companions with my friend Layton or anybody who's into USC fighting, 
I'm going to do a Fight Companions episode, just like Joe Rogan does. But mines are going to be less knowledgeable, because <laughs> I don't know shit about this. I just enjoy the fights. So the upcoming event, uh, February 13th, with Osman versus uh, Burns. That's going to be a good one. Then February 20th with uh, Bla- uh, Blades versus Lewis. February 27th, uh, Rosam Trunk versus Gain. And then March 6th, Nunez is going to fight versus Anderson versus Megan Anderson. Ooh, that's going to be a big one. And then Yan versus uh, Sterling. That's going to be a good Oh, dude, finally Sterling is getting his chance for the belt, dude. It's going to be amazing. We'll see what Sterling does. I like Sterling a lot. He's. I have a lot of favorite fighters, and he's one of them. Um, I love the USC. Love it, love it, love it, love it. I just wish that the fighters get paid more. I wish like anybody the top twenty rank make one million minimum. I I think the USC should do a contract that like if you're rank over uh uh over twenty or over fifteen. You should automatically make one million dollar uh, per fight, period. Minimum. I'm just saying minimum. Um, and then anybody else, uh, you should get like a hundred k a year, or or a, a fight, a hundred k a fight. I'm sorry, USC is a big company. They should be able to afford it, personally. And I think that, ooh, maybe have, and they should have more fighters. Uh, I always talked about splitting the 170 into 165 and 175, and and just add it every time, like 125, 135, and just keep going every ten, every 10 pounds. I feel like the gap between 155 and 185 with the 170 in the middle is way too much. Like it should be 165 and then 175 and then 185. Um, right now they're just doing Eminem song on USC. Oh, man. I'm gonna. I will probably do at least one episode a week by myself, or if one of my friends wants to join me, I'm watching the UFC fights. At least the free ones. I'm not making money on this podcast, so I'll probably just watch the... If I purchase a UFC uh, pay-per-view, I will definitely... I'll probably buy the pay-per-view for Usman or Nunez. Nunez, uh, I love her. She's she's a great fighter. Um, I'll definitely buy her... Like, take my money, basically. Um... But yeah, I definitely want to see that fight going on. So let's see. I have I'm watching ESPN Plus right now, and I have it on mute because I don't want to get fined or for posting this later on. But holy crap, man! So for me, the biggest um, my favorite fighter of all time have to be John Jones, followed by uh, Jose Aldo. And those are the ones that are coming top of my head. 
if I mispronounce your guys' name, I'm sorry. I will definitely work on that, um, on pronouncing people's names as, as I go on with UFC fights. Um, but let's see. So this commercial is showing like Eminem is about to fight somebody, but it's like a music video. So, and promoting the Casio watch. I'm not listening to it, so I don't know who's sleep fighting. But, man, man. Frankie Edgar is one of my favorite ones, just because she's from Jersey. <laughs> and I always think, I always thought that it would be great to to give him several chances to the belt. He's a great fighter. He has proven himself so many times. I was a bit... Uh, very sad that he got knocked out by Brian Ortega because um, he took that fight because Max Holloway was uh, wasn't able to fight. Um, but yeah, I will definitely do more podcasts with the UFC fights if I see a Bellator fight that I enjoy. Um, there's this Bellator fighter um, that I think she's gorgeous. That she was. Brazilian, but she ended up being like Cuban. Let me look up her name. One second, one second, guys. I need to reel. I need a bigger table to do my USC fights. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, Overeem right now. He's training. Uh, he's warming up. I mean. And they're showing clips of him warming up, and then Volkov, the Russian guy, warming up too. So this is gonna be amazing. I I enjoy heavyweight heavyweight fighters. Um. So let's see, this chick that I was talking about, I follow her on Instagram. I know her name is Valerie. Valerie. So let me research her. Valerie. Yes. Valerie. So Master Valerie. Loreda. Loreda. So let me see. Where is she? Son of a bitch. So I'm recently switching between Windows computers to between Windows computers and and Mac computers, and I'm getting the hang of copy and paste. Cause all right, so this fight MMA fighter. So she only has I'm searching for her. She has an Instagram, a Twitter account, a Tapology.com page. Uh, she's a Bellator fighter. And so, let's see. Um, so, she has fought like three times, and she had won three times. She, uh, the first fight recorded on Bellator website is 
February 16 of 2019. By and she won by TKO, followed by uh, June 14, 2019. Won by decision, and then she won the latest one, which was August 7th of 2020, uh, by TKO against Terragraph. be a good prospect on going to the UFC. And I'm not saying that Bellator is bad. I'm just saying that if anything, um, uh, if anything, they, they should be transferring between each organizations. I wouldn't mind seeing like a world champion Bellator fighting the world champion of UFC. And if any. If everybody agrees or disagrees, let me know. You can email me at talkingwithrafael at gmail.com. But there's a lot of USC fighters going to Bellator. And I know it's because of the money, man. This is what I'm talking about. Like Corey Anderson, I recognize him from the UFC. He moved over because of money or probably the, uh, the Bell opportunity. Uh, I'm on the Bellator.com website right now. Uh, I know Jajard uh, Mulsasi, he's a, he's a champion right now, uh, the middleweight champion. And he used to be a UFC fighter. He, he was going to do, he was about to win it all in the UFC too. I don't know what happened. Um... But there has been a lot of UFC's, UFC fighters transferring. Ryan Bander, Batter, is a UFC fighter. Josh Barnett? Josh Barnett sounds familiar. I think he was on the UFC too. Chris Cyborg was on the, I think she was in Bellator and then she moved to the UFC and then she moved back to the Bellator. If I'm I'm. I might be wrong. Let me look at it. So let's see. Chris Heiberg. I think she was on Strike Four. So let's see. This should really do history. Wikipedia should really do better history on this. Or at least organize like. You know how the soccer players on, on Wikipedia, if you look like a soccer player, uh, you can find. If it is, who's fighting, who's, like, sorry. Like, if you look at a soccer player, let's say, James Rodriguez, you can see, like, when they were in a certain team from one year to what year. That's what they should do with USC fighters in Wikipedia. So we can have, like, a better idea. So let's see. I have... So she was on... Her first fight was on Shofai Storm Summer, followed by Storm Summary, Elite FXC, Strike Force, Invicta. Invicta, okay, she was Invicta before the UFC debut. And now she's on Bellator, yeah. I was mistaken. She was definitely um, Invicta, followed by UFC, then Bellator. She's a great fighter. I love watching her fights. 
Alright, so let's see. They're walking up. Walcub, or. I want to read his name again. That's how I'll pronounce it. But the Russian guy is on the blue corner. And he's coming out right now. He's taking a sip of water and putting his his uh, Vaseline or whatever they put on his face. So it's funny because I don't know when they switch it, but now they're using like some sort of like deal. Like if you're putting like deodorant on as, as a Vaseline, like a glue stick or something. When before they used to have like the Vaseline on, on the referee had the Vaseline on the glove and they used to spread it on people's faces. Um, he's walking in. This Russian guy has like the biggest mask tattoo. Uh, this samurai tattoo, uh, samurai mask tattoo on his back. It's amazing work, dude. Amazing work. He's a, actually, I. This Russian guy, he's pretty good, I'm gonna lie. So I'm kinda nervous for Overeem, man. Alexander Volkov. That's what I'm talking about. So let's see. Now they're introducing Overeem. Turning off the lights. Lights effect on a somewhat empty stadium. Yeah, this, I think this is uh, in the US, so. During the COVID time, we're in COVID right now, so yeah, it's an empty stadium. I gonna lie, I kind of missed it. I miss going to NBA games, soccer games with my friends and having a good time. Can't wait till everything opens up again. He looks. Orim looks actually good, man. So let's, dude. So Orim had a fight years ago, and they he got his lip very busted, where he probably got stitches. And I'm looking at that lip right now, and holy crap, he has. He looks like the scar is still like. A piece of lip is still hanging from the time that it, he busted it. He's a beast. And I remember when I first watched um, Overeem fight on the UFC. And it was versus uh, Brock Lesnar. Holy crap. That massive. I think he was on steroids at the time or something. He was under the juice. But holy crap. Just waiting for him to work in. He was a former Strike Force heavyweight champion. Ah, the information went away. Crap. I didn't read it too soon. Him and 
Overeem and John Jones are very good friends, and now that uh, John Jones is on the heavyweight, I wonder if they're gonna fight together. So we'll see. I love how uh, Bruce Buffer just go. Ah uh, no! Does, you know. I love it. As a matter of fact, I even have the U. I play the UFC video games on my PS4. Holy crap! I love it. All right. So, uh, tail of the T is Overeem is forty. Rushing guy is thirty-two. Overeem is six six four. The rushing guy, uh, Cub is six seven. They're uh, two fifty-five, and then Cub is two sixty-four. So we'll see. Yep, for doing his UFC, he actually got a pretty good ring right now. Like a UFC octagon ring, pretty dope. So let's see. Judges, self, Damato, Junit, something else. It went pretty quick. Jason Herzog is the the referee. So let's see. I wonder when it's Chung Chung's next fight, man. He's bulking up. He's bulking up. I'm sorry if this sounds weird. If there's a lot of there, dead air t- time. It's just me on this podcast, so. But I just enjoy fighting uh, UFC fights, and I thought that I could jump in if you guys want me to do more podcasts, more episodes with USC fights, let me know. So let's see, yeah, from Moscow, Alexander Volkov. 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 Trying to pronounce your name right now. So let's see. I love his his back tattoo. He's his back tattoo is covered from like the lower neck all the way to his lower back, dude. All the back. He, Oberyn looks like he lost a little bit of weight, though. So we'll see. Giants about to collide in the UFC. All right, this is it. All the security guys are walking out. Greetings are pretty awesome. Mutual respect between both fighters. I love fights like that. Fight, are you ready? Fight, are you ready? There it is. Fight, are you ready? All right, let's fight. There it is. All right, so tapping hands over him on the outside. Ooh, Volkov just did a kick. He felt a kick, and then Overeem is against it. Overeem kicking on the outside of 
Let's see. Right now they're just testing each other. Oh, never mind. Overeem, just have a gut. Not gonna lie. Ooh, fake a kick. And Overeem got scared. Uh, I will be scared too, man. If 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 I get a, a kick by that dude or any dude, I will be terrified, dude. So right now it's uh, four minutes and five, four, three, two, link up, guys. Um, there's a lot of hinting decision and making like if they're gonna go for a kick or where punch over him is making a strategy on finding an opening. He got kicked on the leg and he felt it and hit the fence a little bit, but he's back in the middle. Ooh, nice nice punch, nice punch. Nice punch by Overeem. The punch was like an overhook or something. Um, so let's see. It, I think like on heavy ways, they just try not to get tired from each other. They're not like going one on like like be small on like 135 people or 125. Um, uh, Bolkov is oh no, didn't took him down. Oberyn grab him by the neck and try to like push him down. Take him down, but it didn't fall for it. So, man, probably won't do the whole fight card because I don't know how long this podcast can go. When I was doing the podcast, uh, I was doing an episode before this one, and I haven't published it yet because um, I'm waiting for my son to let me know if he talked to somebody and see if I could post it, but. He told me he's going to do a, another episode on Sunday, so we'll see how it goes. But, man, I can't wait until I post that episode, man. Me and my son, we had, like, a great time together. And it was awesome. And the things we talked about, he felt like it was kind of, like, inappropriate. But, oh, shit. Overeem just got punched and got full down. He's covering himself. He, oh, he just stood up. He's just stood up. All right, good. Man. Volkov is doing great. Like, pressuring Overeem a lot, dude. He's doing a lot of pressure. Like, he's in the middle of the ring right now. And he just... Uh, I'm sorry. In the middle of the octagon and just pressuring Overeem. So, let's see how it goes. Yeah, Overeem is just playing defensive right now. Running away. Uh, not Sorry, not running away, but like defending himself a lot more. Um, kick on the front. Like Volkov. And yeah, Volkov is just testing him. Like finding, finding each other's reach right now. I wish I can put the audio, but unfortunately I can't. 
so you guys can know that there's not uh so you guys don't feel like I a lot of dead air i'm trying to fill up as much as possible but holy crap let's see the overheam is just protecting himself a lot he's not risking it like he used to he's getting punched right now yeah like there he goes Uh, O'Brien looked like he got a busted nose already. And first round just ended. I give uh, Bolkov the first round for sure. It's kind of hard to say like, oh, I wish it doesn't go to decision, but I also like wish that that the fighters don't get injured. I might do a. Um, off of subject though, I might do a few uh, Twitch episodes of me playing uh, FIFA 21. It was on discount today, so I decided to purchase it, but holy crap, man. Uh, I'm really disappointed of FIFA 21. Let me just say that right off the bat. Um, I hate, I hate the fact that they don't have like uh, the Colombian League anymore. I. I love playing that. I love playing the Colombian League. So, uh, 2K, the owners of 2K, they should really, really invest on on soccer games. All right, the fight is coming back. Oh yeah, he got his nose busted by the bridge. He's bleeding. Uh, Overeem is bleeding by the bridge of the nose. Yeah, he just keep getting punched, man. I don't know if Oberyn is not able to read him or, but let's see what he, what adjustment he brings to the second round. Oberyn is still a little bit more defensive and backing and backing out, uh, not backing out, uh, backing up to the fence. But actually, Oberyn is more on the middle now, and Volkov is playing more defensive a little bit. So let's see, they're on a tight glitch. Overreinforce the tight glitch. And I wouldn't mind doing this podcast with somebody who knows about UFC and probably ask questions in the middle so I can learn more about it. Ooh, like that oblique kick on the, on the calf by Overeem. I always say we want those kicks because holy shit, that must have hurt. And then I was just listening to uh, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier commentating after the fight, suggesting like those oh, those leg kicks are, ooh, Overeem just felt those punches. Overeem is getting punched. Oh, he backed up. Oh, Overeem is super bloody, yo. Ooh. Just blood everywhere. Overeem got the leg, going for a takedown, and couldn't do it, so he's now on a tight glitch. So right now, Overeem is covering himself, like both hands, like covering the forehead. But I feel like that can, oh, punch on the face. Oh, it's over. 
You felt that punch. It's done. Volkov won on the second round. Holy crap. And saluting him. Much respect for both fighters. I want Overeem to go to a, I don't know, I don't know if he needs a new trainer or what, but I feel like he's more hesitant, and I don't blame him, he's on the heavyweight division, like, one punch, any punch or kick can, like, take him out, take anyone out, but he's playing, I feel like he's fighting, playing, oh my god, he's, he's fighting way too defensive and not throwing a lot. Like, I see that he could do a few more kicks than usual. I don't feel like the referee called it too early. I feel like he called it just in time. He was playing way too defensive, so. Uh, coming up, oh, the official decision, so. But, yeah, I, I do want to do... Um, not that it's on commercial. I do want to do a few episodes... I do want to buy the PS5, and I'm going to start doing more Twitch um, Twitch game, game streaming on Twitch. Just so that way you guys get get to see my face, too. Hopefully, I can do a way that I can you guys can see my face. But, yeah, preparing for UFC 258, watching... Full fight catalog of Usman, Kamaru, uh, Usman, and Gilbert Burns. That's going to be an exciting fight, not going to lie. And here's the official decision that Colbert won. It was a good fight. Sorry I joined too late. I literally just uh, <laughs> watched, announced one fight only, but... Hopefully, I get to see, hopefully, I get to do more episodes on, on fights and st stuff. I'm going to hit up a few of my friends who are UFC fans and see if they want to watch those. I also wouldn't mind doing, like, a not just a fight companion style, but also doing, like, a soccer companion <laughs> and NBA companion. And... And baseball, too. I love baseball. Or any sports, honestly. So, I guess until the next one. Um, I'll be posting next time. Alright, talk to you later.